if you remain silent, nothing changes and it just festers within you. And so it's never healthy to keep that in. So I love that you did the chant and it's great that she came out with it. Hello and welcome. My name is Michelle Wolf and you are listening to the Move Forward podcast. Each week we will be talking about living life to the fullest and making the intentional choice to move past trauma. I'm a registered massage therapist, a whole food lover with farm roots. It's important to slow down, take time for healing, and to incorporate proper nourishment through fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and mindset. During this journey, I'll be speaking openly about my personal experiences with cancer, loss of a loved one, wellness, and infectious optimism. Plus, you'll get to hear interviews with many truly inspirational and informative guests. We'll tackle each challenge with courage and care. Thank you for joining us on a mission to move forward in body, mind, and soul. Now let's begin. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am so sorry to be late. Oh gosh. You have a full house. Is everybody's home? Oh yes. So we got the test results negative. Great. No COVID. Wonderful. Good. Um, such a relief. So because Ruby's fever broke in the middle of the night, um, she's staying home for an additional 24 hours to be fever free. Okay. The others went off to school happily apart from the five-year-old because that's just too hard of a shift for me to expect him to make, to be like, okay, yep, yeah, now you're going to school. <laughs> so I just right. said, stay home. So he's home. Okay. Oh my gosh. It's just such a whirlwind. I feel like from day to day. (laughs) Oh, wow. I'm counting my blessings. Like Michelle, I literally have not had an ounce of illness in over two years, which is incredible. But like, I felt crummy, like super crummy. I still don't feel that well. And so I did a test too, because I was like, whoa, I feel like I've been hit by a truck. But the good news is we can still feel that way. And it's not COVID. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's the thing that people need to remember. And I think it's also important to have that because if we're not being exposed to any bugs or anything, then how does our immune system continue to get stronger? Right. Yeah. 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 So a lot of relief fell over the household this morning. Amazing. Yes. I was in the middle of just cutting out stickers while I was waiting for you. Have I told you about my sticker company? So I shouldn't say my sticker company, Sarah's sticker company. So Sarah, Sarah came up with the idea. First of all, I'll show you. These are the birthday ones. We got some cute little birthday and, but the majority of the stickers are affirmations, which you would love. You will, you will love them. So Sarah, Sarah and I have been thinking of like ways to just get her involved into something like to do something, have something to do, especially with COVID. We were like, what can she do that excites her and, you know, something creative. And I am like, I've always been very creative. I love crafts. I could sit here for hours cutting out these stickers. Like I can't even express to you how energized I am now that we're doing this. So anyway, so she, she went to school one day and her friends had this idea of starting a company. And then uh, if they could make some profit, then to give some of it to, um, to sick kids. 
Love, love, love. So Sarah had heart surgery when she was only six months old. And so she spent a lot of time there. So yeah, so this all came about now her friends are not really included anymore. Now it's, there's been some bullying and stuff. I saw that on your Instagram today and you handled that so well with her and she handled that so incredibly, like what an opportunity for growth. I know. And we'll get into that. I feel like that that's a whole nother topic, but we, um, you know what? She, she was kind of scared about going forward with this business because it had to do with these kids, this one kid who had been bullying her, who was supposedly a friend. And, you know, I let her know it's okay. It's okay that she's not included and you can still do what you love and what you're excited about. And and yeah, so now we're creating it. We're putting it on Etsy and um, I will give you all the details once we have it up and going. So exciting. Yeah. Congratulations, Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Little entrepreneur doesn't fall far from the tree. Hey, you got it. You got it. (laughs) They're always watching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, okay. Amazing. I love it. So yes, this bully situation, I should touch on that because I feel like, so I posted about it today. So, um, at school, she has a friend and she wasn't telling any of us that she had been bullied or she told us one experience and her and I went to a park one day and they have these like musical things that you can hit. Okay. So she opened up at the park about this girl bullying her. And so I got her to grab onto the, these sticks and hit the music vibrating like metal pieces that they have. And we let it out. So we would say something, we'd say a chant. So we would say the little, the, the, the kid's name and say, I don't like the way that you make me feel sometimes and like bang it and just like scream it out loud. And then, and then give love to the girl too. And say like, I hope that, you know, you will be kinder. Or I hope that, you know, you will, you will grow out of this and just different, different sayings, right. Different chants. And then we would yeah. bang it. She was so excited. She was running around the playground. She was just like, it was like a release for her. Oh, that's so great. But then unfortunately, because nothing got done at school, the the bullying continued. And then finally it came out. She told us we had to speak to the the principal because it was, it was a lot. It was extreme. And it wasn't just Sarah was, there was other children involved, um, Mm -hmm. that were being bullied. Um, but long story short, she, she learned that by saying something and by speaking up and telling the girl that she didn't like that, that she was actually helping that little girl become better and to grow because she's going to learn that that's not okay. Cause maybe she thinks it's okay. Everybody's yeah. just putting up with it right now. Well, so they yeah. don't know. Absolutely. And yeah. I always say to my kids too, um, if you remain silent, nothing changes and it just festers within you. And so it's never healthy to keep that in. So I love that you did the chant and it's great that she came out with it. And the other thing too, that I tell my kids is that you never know the person who's being mean, they may not know any better. And so sometimes even just trying to tap into that child's better side can be helpful because you don't know what circumstances that child's experiencing at home or what they're exposed to, or you know maybe that's their only way of getting attention. And so just that little bit of empathy too can go a long way mm-hmm. um, because oftentimes in the experiences with my kids that have had many bullying instances also, it has always turned out that we've had to talk to the principal about it 
And I haven't had one time where there hasn't been family issues going on within that student that is bullying. So it's really mm-hmm. heartbreaking. I know. And, and I, and that's what I got out of it too. I was like, I hope she goes home and has support to learn from this and, rather than just being yelled at or told that she's not good enough, you know? So yeah, and chances are, that's not the case, Michelle. We wish that, but like Bodhi, he had a situation with a repeated, we'll call it a repeated offender. <laughs> <laughs> and he, for the longest time would tell me the situations, but he wouldn't tell me the boy's name. Mm-hmm. And, and then it came out. He Thanks, said, Sarah. I don't want I don't want to tell you the boy's name, mommy, because I don't want him to be centered out because I know that his life at home isn't very good. Yep. So like kids know this and they pick up on it too. So it's almost like Sarah's trying to protect this little girl's identity because she, she knows that there's probably stuff going on at home. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. She, and she's told me a few instances that, that there are some things going on with the parents. Um, but I said, you know, even with the principal and the teacher saying something and you, you, you're still giving her lessons. So even if she's talking it at home, exactly. I said, you don't have to be mean. You just have to, you just have to, you just have to set your boundaries and say, this is how I want to be treated. And I would love to be your friend, but this is how you'll need to treat me if we're going to hang out. (laughs) And it's, it's really cool because through all of this, it's made me think about my own life and adulting because yeah. it continues on through our whole lives. It's like, how many conversations have I had to have with people? And I, and I told her that I said, there was even just a co- last couple of years where I've had to let somebody go for my life and no longer be in my life because of bullying or have that conversation and say like, look, this is you, exactly the boundaries, lay out the boundaries and yeah. let them know it's, it's, it's forever. Like it continues on it forever. Yeah. So what a great skill that she's learning right yeah. off the hop. And I love the emotion, like the glitter jar that you made with her. I think that that is so brilliant and so lovely and just showing everybody who looks at that glitter jar that everyone has so many emotions at one time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and just- I can't take credit for that. That wasn't my idea. She did yeah. have somebody else help her with that, but it was, it's so cool. And she was just so excited. Like this is confused. Yellow is confused and yeah. purple is sad. And, you know, so she just puts it all together and, yeah. and she gets excited and happy knowing that like, okay, I can deal with these emotions. Yeah. I'm up again. I'll, you know, I've got, I know what I can do to work through that. Yeah. It's so real and good. It kind of, this just came to me this morning, actually, we were, Jeff and I were having a conversation, you know, parenting isn't always the easiest thing. Um, Way to point out the obvious, Dana. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Oh gosh. I thought it was supposed to be. But I mean, sometimes we, have a tendency to go over and above in the positivity department, but that positivity can sometimes be toxic, you know, like we want to say they're there, it's okay, everything's going to work out. But the truth of it is that just devalues your child's impression of what's going on within them and helps to foster like mental anxieties because we need to validate their feelings. We need to validate their worries and their concerns. So just giving them a pat and saying, oh, it's all going to be okay. It's all going to work out. You know, you may think you're being positive, but it's actually destructive. So actually saying, yeah, no, this is not okay. And I remember a time when you went through something similar and you know what, you had a lot of troubles with it, but look at where you are now. You came out of it and just like showing them situations that they were able to grow through. And this is a really perfect 
opportunity that Sarah's having and all of our kids are having because so many kids have the issue of bullying to use as a platform further down the road as well. Cause like you said, this is just going to continue to happen. So we can't just say, Hey, it's not okay. Or we can't just say, well, that child's jealous of you. Right. (laughs) Right. Like you actually need to get to the root of it and be like talking about boundaries and talking about, you know, all the things. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's wild. I just feel like our kids are our greatest teachers through and through. Every time. And, and it's always something new. Like you think everything's going one way and then all of a sudden something new comes up or, you know, it's another lesson. And I get a high off of it. Like I get excited about like, okay, how can we learn from this? And what can we do to have her have a good experience out of it? I'm, I feel very lucky. I didn't feel really necessarily bullied. Of course there were times, but I didn't have a lot of that feeling when I was younger but I have a lot of people in my life who have, and they, we speak about it now and it's, it's a struggle. Like it's, and it's, it's like, okay, how can I speak to you so that you're getting your feelings out rather than me just being like, Oh, it's fine. You'll be okay. It's all good. Life is fine. Cause that's my innate initial way of dealing with things. Right. Right. All is good. It'll be fine. No worries. Right. But it's, that's not necessarily the case. Like you need to get your feelings out. We need to talk Absolutely. about this. We need yeah, to you can't deny it, that process it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I'm still learning. Yeah. yeah. I We're mean, positivity learning. is amazing. Optimism is amazing, but there is a line where it can be toxic. Yes. We I have agree. to validate our feelings and help validate the feelings of others, like especially it. our children. Yes. So yeah. Okay, girl. I love this. Oh my gosh. So much to be learned today. So I'm going to give you, what do we have today? A question? Do we, we have, have a question. question? We have a question. You know what? And it's from me. I thought of this a few weeks ago, actually. I was like, I'm going to ask Dana. I'm going to, I'm just, I'm going to throw in a question. So my question is what is your favorite self-care rituals and, or what are you not doing right now for your rituals that you would like to start doing? Oh, this is a good one. So as you know, my favorite self-care ritual is meditation and yoga. Yep. Those two things are my non-negotiables. And yesterday I was unable to do my non-negotiable, which I felt and the whole household actually felt because there was just a different energy. Um, So meditation and yoga for sure, preferably in a hot, balmy sauna. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, in terms of what I want to do, I just recently decided it was time for me to pick up my running shoes again, because since I've had Vera, so backtracking, I was on bed rest with all of my pregnancies. Um, And then after my pregnancies, I'm very fortunate. The weight just falls off. I I never really have to do. I thought you were joking when you first said that, but you're so serious. I'm very serious. I'm very fortunate. It just falls off. I'm like, Oh my God. I hope, I hope I'm serious. Like this is (laughs) the truth. It's I'm so freaking blessed. And I, I'm thankful for that because I literally do nothing and I'm a (laughs) physiotherapist. And so I often feel very hypocritical because we know how important exercise is. I'm talking to you. You are all about movement yet. No, don't do it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I do yoga and I mean, I'm chasing kids around, so I should give myself some credit. However, I picked up my running shoes and I said, every Saturday, I'm going to start running. 
and because I used to be an avid runner. I love running and I was going to be easy on myself. So Hunter and I, I thought this is a great thing for my eldest and I to do together on Saturday morning. So we did, we went and we did intervals. I was able to get in three intervals of two minutes and I was like, (gasps) (laughs) dead. Of course, because it's been for so long. Oh my God. Hunter's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I think I just peed my pants too. He's like, what? (laughs) Don't worry about it, kid. I'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Um, You got to get those panties that are absorbent. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Right? You don't want to wear a pad. That'd be uncomfortable. But those panties. I just got to start like regularly doing all of the exercises that I know I need to do. Like some hypopressives and some transverse abdominis and like all the things I give my patients. But yes, so self-care, absolutely. Mine is of the physical nature. I need to start doing that. And I did, I initiated it and it's feeling good. Amazing. Good for you. I love it. You know what? I was thinking of like, there's things that I see that I would love, like you have a sauna and I see people who do like the cold plunge and like, there's some like really interesting, unique things like that, that I, that I'm really interested in. And Uh so I've made it my mission to be a little bit more creative and a little bit more, um, curious of looking into these things because I like, and like biohacking and like stuff like that. Oh, you know what a really cool one is, Michelle? What? I should have told you this. I do this too. It's called grounding. Oh yes. Yeah. Every day. So, so do you winter, summer, it doesn't matter. I am barefoot outside. Even in the winter? Yes. I will take, uh, so after I get out of the sauna, I don't, I just wear my bare feet in my husband's boots. (laughs) Yeah. I will take my husband's boots off and just walk a little bit in the snow. Oh my God. I'm like laughing in my head because uh, you're so serious and I, and I love grounding and I actually will do it. So like now that it's summertime. I'll go out and I'll do it, but I, not every day. Like I don't make it a mission. Like I'll, I'll put, they also say that grounding also is wind. Oh, okay. The wind has the energies as well. So like I will purposely put the window down um, in my car when I'm driving that sort of Uh thing. So if I can't, or if I have not touched the ground or a tree or something like that, then I will allow the wind, you know, obviously more so. Um, But that's incredible. So in the winter, and I mean, that makes sense because you're warm from the sauna. Yep. So the other thing too, is like, I'll face the sun. And even if the sun isn't there, and this is like, I play this little thing in my head. I'm like, I know where the sun is positioned at this time in the morning. Cause I'm pretty consistent with when I go out. And so if the clouds are covering and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. You know, sometimes my thoughts cloud, like my highest self. And so that's okay. It's just like the clouds are clouding the sun, but I know the sun is there. So I'll stand in my bare feet with my face in the direction of where the sun is. And I'll just take 10 deep breaths. I mean, it's incredible when the sun is out, but even when it's not, it's just a nice reminder that, hey, you know what? I can have a bazillion thoughts or I can have a bazillion different glitteries, colors in my emotion jar, but underneath it all, I'm still the same person. And underneath it all, the sun is still there. Like, it's just a cool little thing. Can I bundle you up and put you in a jar and keep you with me every day? <laughs> <laughs> You're the sweetest. There's something so special about you. There's oh, you're something so, so special about you. You're just making me blush. <laughs> I love all the little things that you do. And it's like you, you do it because you know that it's good for you, but you do it and you actually enjoy it. Oh my God. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Have you seen the movie? Um, oh, 
I'm losing the name of it. It's about a young boy and he grows these little leaves on his legs. No. I'll find out for the next time we do a podcast. Is it a kid's story? It's a kid's movie. Yeah. But it's really cute. We'll we'll parking lot that one. Okay. Sounds great. Yeah. All right, girl. Oh my God. Seriously. I would love to just, I mean, this is great. I see you once a week. So that's, I'm this is so fun, Michelle. Okay. So what do we have here? I have a quote. Yep. My quote is the strongest actions for a woman is to love herself, be herself and shine amongst those who never believed she could. And the author is unknown. Oh, I have goosebumps. Isn't that beautiful? So beautiful. I might put that one up. I really like that one. I do too. Beautiful. Okay. My girl, do you have your cards? I have my cards. Oh, and I met a girl who listens to our podcast and she asked me, and I'm going to send a screenshot to her, the card deck that I'm using. And so I'm going to tell our listeners, it's the wisdom of the Oracle divination cards and it's Paulette Baron Reed. Okay. Can you get them on Amazon? Oh yeah, for sure. Cause I mean, I don't, I don't know that. I actually don't know that for sure, but I would imagine. Yep. I would add that to my Instagram. Yeah, for sure. (sighs) All that glitters. You were just talking about glitter. Yeah, look at that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And yeah, glitter in the glitter jar. And you you said another thing about glitter as well. We were talking about all the different colors in the glitter and how, mm-hmm. you know, underneath it all, it's the same shining force. You got okay. it. All that glitters. This is what the Oracle has for us. It's only human to want to adore oneself in trinkets and paint a pretty picture of oneself. It's natural to want to acquire the trappings of status or to deny them as a state of rebellion. But if it sparkles, is it better? Whether it's a fast car, a big house, a title or position, the stamp of authority or sparkling of diamonds, these icons let you know something about a person, place or thing. Or do they? The truth is that people seek to acquire things because of what they will do for them and how they symbolically will elevate them and make them more attractive. This card signals that it's time to see beyond the adornments and probe underneath the surface. Learn to recognize the masks people wear and the motives underlying them. Imagine that all the glitter is gone. Would you still desire that object or person? Interesting. Can you even handle this? I can't. <laughs> and every piece of it had a different piece of what we were talking, talking about. about. <laughs> like blows my mind even though I totally believe it shouldn't still blow my mind it still keeps me in awe every single time so good we need glitter by the way we're doing a photo shoot coming up next week so excited and remember how I told you that I wanted to do confetti confetti? it originally was in my mind is with my children one day would be glitter Yes. But then I was like, man, but if they breathe that in, that's probably not the healthiest. So then yeah. that's where I got the confetti. But anyways, glitter, 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 glitter and more glitter. Right. I but really remember. it's what's underneath that matters. You it's what's it. behind the clouds. That's true. It's what's behind the thoughts. That's true. It's not what you see on the surface. I love this. I love this so much. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I just, I know we're going so over time, but in my meditation this morning, I was thinking about, and this actually ties right into the bullying thing. If we can teach ourselves to become so attuned with the meaning that people actually have underneath their words, oh, it would just be so much simpler. Or if we could even just get in tune with what our intentions are before we even speak, you would hope that that would like resonate through the words we choose. There's a lot of moments where I don't choose the words that I truly feel. Okay. Yep. I recognize that in myself. Yep. And I, it's almost like I have this, like, not a fear, but a feeling of like, I need to continue with the conversation, even if I haven't thoroughly thought of what I'm saying. That's another story, but I agree with you. It's almost like being more intentional and mindful of like, what is, what am I about to say? And do I really believe that? Or do I really want to say it in that way? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, need some lessons. And even just like, you know, trying to so, so much of the time. And I, I say this to myself all the time, really listen to what people are saying, really observe and listen to what people are saying and be present with what they're saying. Because if I'm not, my head is a thousand other thoughts thinking about how I might respond or thinking about what they really mean or blah, 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 right? And so if I could just get still and really listen, I feel like I could actually hear the meaning under people's words, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a total side note. We're like on yep. a totally different path. I love it though. <laughs> All right, girl. Good to see okay. you as always. Let's have a good day. Yes. Have a fabulous day. Okay, we'll see you next time. Filled with glitter. Filled with glitter, even if it doesn't sparkle. That's right. It doesn't need to sparkle. <laughs> oh Bye. my God, I love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>Thank you so much for spending your time with me and the Move Forward podcast. I am extremely grateful to each of you. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to share this episode with someone you think would benefit. Also, if you could please leave an honest review by going to iTunes and leaving your thoughts and questions. Let us know what you would like to hear more of so we can continue to inspire and share with the world. Again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I am forever grateful for this community that we are building and the individuals we are helping. Until next time, we hope you continue to move forward by choosing to move your body, your mind, and your soul. Thanks, guys.